I've got something to say, that's all I got to say. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Seer Soccer Studs Podcast. That's right, where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. I'm your co-host, Matt. And I'm Joe. So, Matt, you ready to cut this holiday biscuit? I am, man. I got some fried pork chop that's going on at this time. Sizzle it up, Mm. buddy. Some good chops. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, welcome. This is episode... Nueve? Nueve. Okay. Yeah, I think think so. Episode nine. Coming at you from a special location. Yep, top secret location. Due to special circumstances. Yes. Over in the North Carolina mountains, we've had a lot of high winds and some crazy storms. Therefore, Matt does not have power or internet. So, we had to move our location to a undisclosed location location so thank you the host for hosting yeah yeah (laughs) know what a host does best and so you may hear some background noise um we apologize about that you may hear us requesting a few beers from our host as well we do not apologize about that (laughs) yeah got a sleeping dog right beside me yeah that's ziggy yeah ziggy's making her first appearance on a podcast so joe I mean, another wild, crazy weekend. Yeah, yeah. Semi-wild, semi-crazy. Yeah. Not too shabby. Yeah. I mean, first off, I got a doozy of a song. Oh, we yeah, just yeah, jammed yeah. out sorry, to it. Sorry, sorry, Yeah. It's uh, lyrically, it is, mm, it's going, if you're a Manchester United fan, it might hit you hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it driving into work, and I was like, oh, yeah, this, this is a nice song. Joe, honestly, like the last time I asked you, you kind of, beat around the bush to, but didn't get to the answer to the question that I asked. Where did I <laughs> Where do you hear some of these songs? Yes. This one's on my Spotify. Okay. I, I'm, I like I like the song. I like a couple other songs they did. And yeah, it just popped up. It's uh, Fate, man. Just on random. Random uh, Spotify. Hmm. The Desert Rose Band. Desert Rose. Beautiful name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lead singer of the Birds, uh, Chris Hillman, I believe. Yeah, started this country band in the uh, late '80s. I think they only had one album, but some bangers on that album, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you like '80s country, I know some, some bangers of y'all and mash right yeah. there. <laughs> but uh, one step forward, two steps back, mm, just hits deep. That is absolutely Man United right now. Yep. So good, good call on that, Joe. Yep. All right. Well, do you want to get into this weekend, starting Friday and ending about yeah. half an hour ago again? Yeah, feels maybe like that a little was, bit longer, but yeah. yeah, feels like that was a week ago, man. Friday, I know, I know it's crazy. So to start off, we had on Friday evening or mid afternoon for us Americanas, mm-hmm. Wolves two, Chelsea Palace nil. <laughs> Well, this was more like the old Crystal Palace, yeah, this so we'll was, just say Crystal Palace on this one. Yeah, they showed their true colors on Friday. That they did. Gosh, just when I thought they'd turn the corner and Zaha was back to just terrorizing people, they looked asleep. Wolf shut them down. Mediocre, right? Yep. 
Wolves were all over him from the beginning to the end. Yeah. I mean, Crystal Palace did have a wonderful kind of goal called offsides. Yeah. Because Michi Batshuayi can't understand the difference between onside and offside. It's complicated. It's fairly simple if you're a Ford, but apparently (laughs) he cannot understand this. He can't quite master it. I know this because he is a Chelsea player, and we have seen it numerous times. Great finish, great ball in, emphatic. Yes. Emphatic finish. Truly emphatic. Offsides. Then that was pretty much all they had. Yeah, that was the one chance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wolves, you got to give them credit. I mean, I've noticed here lately they really, really shut, shut up shop when they get a lead. Set up shot or su- shut? They shut up. it down. They close. <laughs> they close the shop. <laughs> it's they, funny that I'm I'm making fun of you for not pronouncing things or using the wrong terminology when I do it uh, about fifteen times a podcast. So sorry about yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. All forgiven. Ugh. Yeah, they just shut it down. They do. They put up the close sign. They just shutter the windows. They lock it down. Like old school Chelsea lock it down. Yeah, and Wolves, I mean, for the past few seasons, they've taken a little bit to kind of get their blood pumping, I would say. Mm. But once they kind of get into a groove, they're a hard team to break down. And it was I a think full moon, too, man, Wolves. Yeah, came out of Friday there. Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Halloween. Scary. They were always going to win. Yeah. Halloween That's a weekend. good point. That is a very good point. The odds were against Crystal Palace. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the um the left back first start in the English Premier League took him left less than twenty minutes. Yeah. To fire in his first goal. No. Teenager. Yes. How yeah. many teenagers, defenders? I'd really like to know the stat on this, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't have the chance to look it up, but how many teenage defenders first start EPL less than twenty minutes? Boom, goal. How many? Not many. I'd have to say that he's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. We we might get the stats department on that. There can't be many. Which would consist of us just looking this us up later Google. on. So yeah. we, we may have to do that. You, me, and Siri. <laughs> Siri doesn't understand what I say half the time. That's right. Ah, she don't Siri. speak Southern. Get serious. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's move it on. Up the road. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, I want to oh, talk oh. about my boy, oh. Potence. Oh, Mr. Five Foot Four. If that, when he's wearing like four inch heels. He's on stilettos. He, he continues Gosh, to just. That's a nasty little man. Yeah. Nasty. He's a heck of a player. Who's involved in both the goals. Yep. Was on the end of a beautiful, just uh, side footed pass a goalie. Goalie mm-hmm. had no chance, so yeah. Yep. Wonderful to see my boy Potence Dang, with I the was, second. I was so close to adding him in fantasy too, and he he escaped me. Ain't gonna get him now. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. I, I think I gave you that uh, little thought, but I uh, decided against it. I still don't know the outcome of tonight. It was super close. Oh, oh man. But I think I'm gonna take the L again. Because we'll talk about it later, but 
man poo really <laughs> hurt me really hurt me but yeah this game was basically just a wolves taking control mm-hmm. crystal palace didn't really do much yeah. Roy hodson's probably pretty upset with his his team yeah they rolled over yeah just gave up yeah so cp let's see you out next week there's always next week get your act together we'll see you next time all right next game joe next game sheffield united versus manchester city yep sheffield zero man city one yeah i mean squeaking it out man city just kind of not really emphatically winning games did i use that word twice again it's it's only just started that that must be my word of the day (laughs) it's the word of the day (laughs) (laughs) sorry you know matt's not good with words so when he finds one he uses it multiple times heck yeah Using old Fern uh, Torres as the false nine. I like him. Yeah, he looked decent. Had a few chances. He had a nice little flick header yeah. that he probably should have put away right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. But he did good for him in the Champions League midweek. Yeah. Uh, but they're kind of limited up front. But uh, yeah, old Kyle Walker. What a strike. Yeah. You know what I called that? What? The hoverboard strike. Oh, hoverboard. Yeah, because when you watch it, he strikes it and it just hovers above the ground. It may take a little, little touch, <laughs> a little touch off the ground just to get itself right, but it just hovers. So it's like Back to the Future too. Yes, Michael J. Fox style. Man, Joe, I don't know if you know this, but I am the biggest Back to the Future fan. I think it's the greatest trilogy of all time. I think you have a good point. All time, it's it's easily up there. Great Scott, it was good. Dang. Heavy. But yeah, uh, Kyle Walker with the hoverboard <laughs> hoverboard shot. I mean, just wow. You know what hit me, though? I don't know if he's on the PEDs or what. His head looks enormous. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a boiled hot dog in a pot. <laughs> I'm like, dang, he's still doing it. 30-plus years old, I think. Kyle is, Walker? Is he 30? No. 29? We'll, we'll have to look that up. Keep talking. Yeah. Well, this man, heck of a game. He's only getting better. And he's only getting faster, too. Yeah, that's, that's what's incredible. crazy that's about what, it. That's what I'm questioning. But anyway, um, yeah, he put it down. That was the play of the game. That decided it. KDB did his thing a little bit. Yep. He's, he's back out there, which I like to see. You know, we got to give our man props when he's on the field. The ginger time, we've always got time. Yep. But uh, one thing I did want to mention about this game, Lundstrom. Mm. Okay. One of their best players for Sheffield United did not start the game because he refuses to sign a new contract. Ooh. So, he's benched. Coach before the game, Chris Wilder, said, bloody hell, he's got a contract in front of him. It's a great contract. I think he needs to sign it. He didn't sign it. So, yeah. So, don't punish him. Yeah, I mean, let me ask you. Yep. As a coach, right? If you're the manager of Shellfield United, this kind of thing happens. Do you go Chris Wilder, Chris Wilder route? Uh, <laughs> 
or do you go a different route? How would you handle this situation? Mm, it would depend on the player, I would say. Is Lundstrom the type that would respond well to this? Hmm, okay. That's a good question. Because you could easily piss a, piss a guy off by pulling that stunt. Yeah. And he'd be like, if you, if you really appeal to a guy's like his ego, or if you piss him off on the flip side of the ego, he's going to be like, well, you just burned that bridge, and I, I ain't, no. So would you go the Jose Mourinho route and just call him out, tell him he's garbage <laughs> in front of everybody? No. Or would you try to build up the player and say, hey, while you're here, this club should mean a lot to you. Yeah, 100%. You're supporting the badge while it's on your chest. We're paying Knock it you, out of the park. Yeah, we're paying you money. Yeah. I mean, show the, show the people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll try to build him up. Hope he sees the light. Yeah. We which, hope so as well. Which, speaking of, man, I got it. I've seen this guy play a couple times, and every week I'm more convinced he's going to be a huge player. Ethan Ampadu? No. <laughs> That's a great name, though. I know, right? It's just funny to hear you say it. No, I'm talking about Sander Berga. Okay. Yeah, he is the, um, the Scandinavian Colossus. Where is actually a Norwegian, Norwegian, Sweden, or Finnish? Oh, I don't know. I should know this. But yeah, he's a big burger. Oh, he's he's <laughs> he's a big boy. I mean, he looks like he plays kind of like what Pogba should play like, just commanding. I mean, he even uh, when Kevin De Bruyne was on a little bit of a breakaway, running with the ball, he caught up to him. I mean, just it'd be like a Clydesdale horse right behind you, clomping on you. Mm. I mean, you, you could just they had a little they had a few little battles during the game, but every every pass he did, just physically. Yeah, he's a, he's a player. He's got heart. Pogba doesn't have any heart. That's Pogba's true. got swagger. That's all he cares about. Yeah. He's still rocking. Never mind. We'll get to it later. <laughs> put, put, push pause on that. We'll get to it later. But, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. He looks really good when he's rocking the Robin Hood tights. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> oh, We had to throw that down. That was my favorite part of last week. Yeah. Men in tights. Men in tights. It'll be back. Watch that movie. All right. Moving on to the second game of the weekend. Mm-hmm. The Burnley Men of Burnley. The Burnley Men. The Burnley Men of Burnley. <laughs> Against my boys of Chelsea. Yeah. Burnley nil. Chelsea three. Joe? Okay. Well. I trust your opinion. Shoot. I think uh, Chelsea, we saw what they can be. Thiago Silva. Mindy mm. in the back, they're just doing their thing. Did you hear the commentator at one point during the game? No. The commentator talked about Tiago Silva. Just at least in America, commentator said like, "He's too handsome <laughs> to be a center back." <laughs> He's like, "Man, we did not have center backs that looked like that back in the day." Whoa. And then he said, "Actually, we didn't even have forwards that looked that good." Back Oh man, hose that guy down. Yeah, he. You're exactly right. Tiago Silva is. It's a game changer. Him and Mindy. The, the combo of those yeah. two, plus old Netflix and Chillwell. Chilly time. Yeah, man, doing his thing. Apparently, that's all they call him around. Uh, Cobham. Oh, really? Which is the Chelsea the training. training ground? Yeah. yeah. Chilly time. Just chilly. Oh, chilly. They call him chilly. Yeah, hey, <laughs> he's like Pele. 
But, you know, it's funny. I've seen a lot of his, like, Instagram stuff, just social media posts while he's been in on Cobham and just... Right. He's he's a trickster, man. Oh, is he? he? He's a practical he joker. He walked right up to uh, Timo Werner one time and just... Timo's sitting there eating some eggs, breakfast time, you know. Chili walks right up to him, sticks his finger right in the eggs. He's like, hey, man, just wanted to check and make sure it was it was hot enough for you. Oh, dang. <laughs> Timo Werner's <laughs> like, come on, bro. Dang. But yeah, he's, he's got jokes. He's an instigator. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Burnley matches up well with Chelsea in that they're not a huge press inside. They're a little bit of a throwback. They they kind of stand back. They're not a swarming you kind of defense team as much as we we love our Burnley man. Yeah, and what they, they got some wood up and in what there. they do <laughs> a lot of wood. <laughs> yeah, they um, yeah they kind of played into Chelsea's hands. Chelsea that was a it was a good performance. The uh, Wizard of Amsterdam, Hakim Zayat, Moroccan wizard. Yeah. It came out of his genie. His bottle. <laughs> the bottle, man. Great performance. I think you're seeing what can be. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me, though, how quickly Chelsea went from a laughing stock defensively to, holy crap, every game is a shutout. Yeah, four of the last five games, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about the defense. Um, if you notice, Joe, I've, I had H- Hakeem Zayat. Yep. Zayek. Zayek. However you say it. Had him since the beginning on my fantasy team. He's been riding the pine for a while. You've been waiting. I see you over there just rubbing your hands. Man, he he did me right this weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it looked incredible. You know, it's. I saw something in Chelsea this weekend. A new formation, a new use of players that I hadn't seen before. I think Frank Lampard has found something that suits him well. So he did a 4-3-3, okay? The back line was Chili Time, Tiago, Silva, Zuma, and Reese James. Yeah, I didn't even mention Reese James. Yeah. Incredible player. Man, his little Cheeto hair looks so good. Oh, man, he is on fire with that hair. He looks great. And then... um, Midfield was Mount, yeah, Conte, Kai Havertz, yeah, like a dual eight. Yep, dual eights mm-hmm. with a sitting six. Yep. yep, and then up top it should have been Pulisic, Tammy, Abraham, and Zayek. Yeah, but our boy yeah. Captain America got oh a little injured. That was. I think he's going to be okay. Okay, that's they good. were supposed to do a scan on him today. Said it was something minor, but you don't know with him. It's notorious for getting hurt. But what I was most impressed with was the pressing of Chelsea throughout that game. Mm. You know, the midfield, really, two of Mason Mount and Conte. Yeah. Burnley didn't have a chance on the ball. I mean, every time they got it, there were at least two Chelsea players right on them. Question. Burnley. They're going to be relegated? No. No? You still a believer? No, I think against certain teams, they will overpower them, and they'll be able to squirm it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know if that word was right. It it made sense. Um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to get relegated. I think the Magic's worn off a little bit. It has. But, yeah, I could see them staying up. But it's going to be close. I mean, they are fighters. That's that's the thing about them. They've got some, obviously, some burly, yeah, burly yeah. men. But they they don't give up. Yeah, I never that's see true. them get their heads down or anything. They're just like. And I think honestly, when it gets a little worse, that might even inspire them more because the whole world's going to be against them and basically be expecting them to just collapse. Yep. And that might light the fire. I think right now it's not happening. But. Yeah, I think. So. I think things are not firing for them right now. I think they will turn around for them. They need a couple of games against, like, some Fulhams, some West Broms, stuff like that. Yeah, they'll pick up a few points. I, I think they'll they'll be able to stay up. So, so any any truth to the rumor that Frank Lampard is going to adopt Mason Mount officially? Oh, that's his – no, we, we won't say anything <laughs> about that. Mason Mount is a conundrum for me. Hmm. At least he has been for the majority of the time that I've watched him play. That's a good word usage. Thank you. Conundrum. This weekend, I saw a different type of player. And after the game, Mason Mount came out and said, this was the first time i played in the position that I need to be in. Like, this is my favorite position. This is what I thrive in. Mm. So I think Chelsea is working through their their uh, formations to figure out how to get the best out of the players. Right. I don't think the best team out there is going to have Jorginho or Kovacic in it. I think what we saw yep. this weekend is – probably pretty close to the best best team that we've got. I mean, if you go up against like a more attacking side like a Man City or a Man U, maybe Reese James comes out for Aspilicueta. Hmm, okay. But I really I really like Tammy up front. Really? I think he he brings a lot of he brings a different element to the game, and I know we're going on and on about Chelsea, and, and I apologize, but I really, <laughs> I really do feel like Tammy brings a different element. And the couple of times he's played this season, he's brought in the other German boys like Werner Havertz. He's made goals for them, mm. and I think he brings something different to Chelsea. So I'd like to see him play more. If Pulisic is injured. I don't think that's a bad bad thing for for Chelsea because they got Akeem healthy, got your boy Werner up there or my boy, everybody's <laughs> somebody's boy, boy. <laughs> and then His mama's boy Tammy, <laughs> Tammy Abraham. So yeah, I like what I see. I think they're kind of finding their rhythm. Uh huh. I, I agree, man. It's good. I mean, good to see four straight clean sheets. Good for my fantasy team and good I mean, for Chelsea. And even in. Champions League, like that's oh yeah, uh, that's big. They're doing it. Yeah. All right. Sorry again. Next game. Focus on Chelsea. Sorry. <laughs> Next game was Liverpool to the Hammers of West Ham. That's right. Ham and Slam Hammers. They they got slammed at the end. One. Yeah. Yeah. Two to one. So what do you see out there, Joe? West Ham got off to the lead. Fornals dropped it on them. Dropped it on Liverpool. West Ham 
doing their thing. I think they're going to be a match for any team defensively. I mean, they are putting – they always have at least eight, nine players behind the ball. Unless you can somehow counterattack within about five seconds, they're going to have nine, ten players behind the ball. Yeah. And you're going to be up against it every time. And we're talking nine or ten physical, tough players. Yes. And then they're going to counterattack with Jared Bowen. Yep. Four Nalls. And our boy that, I mean, it was Halloween and the Beast wasn't out there, man. I know. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, when he gets back. Yeah. Oh, I mean. On. It was a downgrade this week. Yeah, the the commentators were talking about um, the guy that came from Germany last year. Uh, Sebastian Haller. Haller. Yeah. He, he just didn't do it for me. No. He no. didn't do it for West Ham either. It was like he was frustrated that he wasn't getting enough of the ball, but he wasn't trying to to go out and find it either. I mean, he's a big guy, so you know he's probably looking for somebody to play it into him and then hold it up and play off with his attacking players. But he was just lazy. No, it was not working. But yeah. I will say this: I mean, once West Ham got that goal, I was. I was worried for Liverpool. I was oh, like, man. man, that was quick. Yeah. That did not look good defensive-wise. Liverpool's got some some major cracks in their foundation right now. Yeah, if Mikel Antonio had been out there, it, it could have been a different story. Absolutely. But, of course, like it could have been a different story if Virgil van Dijk was out there. That's so. true. A lot of stories. A lot of stories. <laughs> Everybody's got a story. So Speaking of stories, Diogo Jota. Well, Hold on, uh, before uh, we get uh, to Jota. Oh, I'm back it up. Jota. Back that thing up. Okay. Liverpool gets a penalty. Mo Salah. Yep. Soft. Not soft. Foul. No foul. Mm. Dive. No dive. Joe. A little softish. That's it. Did, That's did, Mo, the course. did Mo do a little, little acting on that? Mo is a pro. Mo is a pro. I mean... If you get to that level of the game, I'm sorry. As much as we hate it, as much as we grew up not doing that under any circumstances, nope. when the stakes are that high, these guys know what to do. They know the body angles. You can see them. Even an average player is, is going to know how to cut somebody off, and then when they get bumped or whatever the case may be, they're going down. So, being a referee... And I actually refereed this weekend, so I understand. Shout out referees. Yeah, (laughs) recreation referees. Yeah, shout out. We know you're out out there. (laughs) Um, If you've also played the game, you you should be able to read this kind of malarkey. (laughs) Ooh. Thank you. Man, you're really going for it today. I don't, it must be the beers. I don't, (laughs) I don't even know. Um, Because... There's certain times when you can tell a player is running through and con- trying to continue to play and getting fouled and getting taken down. Mm. So you see them trying to you know, move their feet as they're going down. This, he got touched on the bottom of the foot, and he like pulled his foot up to his chin and then put his back leg out and fell face first down. Yeah. That's not a natural form of falling for anybody ever. 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 So, I think it was crazy soft, like 10-ply soft. Ooh, that's soft. That's that is real soft. super soft. Did it have a little lotion? 
Yeah, I aloe. Mean, a little bit of aloe oh, on it dang. and everything. That's, that's like super, super soft. So, yeah, I wasn't really okay with it, but uh, again, that's the game. The players gonna the play. Game, like, players gonna play. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, Mo gets a penalty. Hits it straight down the middle. Yep. Almost gets saved by the feet. Yes. I, I just, risky. He doesn't have any idea what he's doing. He just goes up there and just kicks the crap out of the ball. Yeah. I've done that a few times. It doesn't always work out, Mo. No. <laughs> so you may want to actually decide where you're going to kick it. But well, I know some players nowadays, I mean, all this analytic stuff, they, you know, goalkeepers, there are people telling them, okay, this guy goes this direction 90% of the time. This guy goes this right, way. Right. If you right. if you're truly unpredictable, I know Frank Ribery, uh, for Bayern Munich, he he would he would always say, I, I don't know which way I'm going until I kick it. Yep. So the goalkeeper could not predict. Yeah, that was actually in a book called Soccer Nomics. Yes. Uh, yeah, very yeah. good book. Yeah. If anybody's interested in the footy and economics, please read this book. You probably already have it, but Oh, I read it. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the boy that gave it to me, yeah. my my good friend out in Colorado. Hey, man. What's up? <laughs> so going on to the the game winner. Yep. Shakiri, Shakiri. Man. The human block. The hips don't lie, buddy. <laughs> Came on, double substitution. He's got a block head. He's got a block body. He's just... He's a cube. What, He's the power what is cube. that... Uh, Minecraft? Yeah, Minecraft. <laughs> he looks like a character, a yep. soccer player from Minecraft. Yep. Oh. There yeah. gotta be some teenagers out there. They're like, I created that guy in my video game, yeah. Daddy. Yep. yep. Oh yep. yeah, Minecraft. So Shakiri with the no look. Oh, through ball. Through ball. Just dagger Between to the, the heart. legs. Dagger. Wow. Oof. Diego Jota. Yep. Again. Oh making a statement. Making a yeah, making a claim. Like I need to be in this team. Yeah. What a goal. Yep. All Game five. winner. So, yeah. Uh, Liverpool probably got some tough games coming up. They do. Pretty but, quick, too. Yeah. I mean, this whole season is just going to get nuts. Don't they play – do they play Man U next weekend? I think so. They play somebody in the top six. Yeah. Or the big six. I think they might play Man U. Yeah. I think so. So, we will see about that. All right, we're moving on to, I thought, one of the games of the weekend. Aston Villa yeah. 3, Southampton <laughs> 4. Yeah. Wow. I mean. What a doozy. The thing is, in soccer and football, you got to play the full 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, I think the scoreline flattered Aston Villa a little bit. Yeah, they scored two in, after the in stoppage time. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. They made, made it look a lot better than it was, but I thought it was a pretty even game. These two teams are both. I got them. Both. I mean, Southampton is what fourth? They're in fourth place now. I mean, this this team is putting it down after a few early hiccups. I mean, yeah. once uh, old drill sergeant Ralph Hasenhutel. Gosh, love that name. Got love him. to say it. Yeah, once he got him in shape, I mean, they're putting it down on teams. 
Yeah, they don't mess around. Yeah. I mean, at all. Yep. So Vestergaard gets the opening goal, then mm-hmm. James Ward-Prowse. Hi, Miss Ward-Prowse. Yes. Hi, Miss. Yeah. <laughs> Ward, the, 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 no. No. I can't. We just go with Hi, Miss. Yeah. The two-time. Oh, my goodness. It's like Beckham-era free kicks. Dude, that was better than Beckham. Oh, Beckham-esque. I mean, I know you're... Huge Beckham fan. Big Beckham fan. <laughs> Huge Beckham Guilty fan. Guilty as charged. But the way this guy puts in a free kick. Man, he never, his free kicks, if you watch them, they're always on target. Yep. He ain't skying them up into the bleachers somewhere. Like, they're always close. Saw a stat today since 2003-2004. Anybody that has taken over 50 free kicks on goal. He has the highest conversion rating with like 12.4%. I don't know where that came from. I saw it. <laughs> but yeah. If it's on the internet, it's real. Yeah, it was from Reddit, of course. But um, <laughs> man, he. I'm going to talk about, about him a little bit later. But yeah, World Pr- Ward Prowse. Yeah. Bend it like Ward Prowse, babe. Oh, man, I'm telling you. He had an assist. I got to give a shout out to, to your doppelganger. Danny Ings. Really? <laughs> Me? Yeah. People keep saying this. Like a, a good friend of mine from East Carolina just says to another goal. I'm like, Danny Ings? Really? It's the forehead. Okay. It's not it's not a it's not a <laughs> okay. super it's if not a super forehead I can I it's can not understand. a super close comparison, but it's just funny. But man, what a goal. Wow. That rocket. was the best goal of the game. That was actually the best. Yeah. You had some great goals, but that goal was sick. It really was. Yeah, Aston Villa, late comeback. I mean, they were in it. I mean, all the stats were back it up, shots on target. I mean, they it was neck and neck, those two teams. Yeah, I mean, it was – Southampton took their chances. And, I mean, when they had the chances, if you look at it, they had two free kicks and then two goals. Yeah, like free kicks right outside the box. Yeah, so – I mean, this was two, an two extremely gifts. It was a little close early game. for Christmas. Yeah. They're just giving away gifts. Yeah, absolutely. If you got Ward Prowse, no, don't give that up. Yeah. But yeah, Mings had one. Then Ollie Watkins. Yeah, Grealish hooked him up. Then Thunder Thighs, Grealish. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, heck of a game. Yeah. yeah 97th minute. I'd watch those two teams play any day of the week. That was actually. Probably the game of the weekend. I think so. Yeah. It, yeah. Well balanced, but yeah, dang. Scoreline flattered them a little bit. But yeah, both of I'm, them. I'm backing them both to top ta- top of the half of the uh, table. Bottom half? Bottom top? Top. <laughs> top 10. All right. All both right. of them. All right. Moving on. Was this the. Uh... So this was the second game on Sunday. All right. Yes. Newcastle 2, Everton 1. Everton, two losses in a row. No Dickie right. Arlison. Nope, still out. No Luca Dean. Nope. And guess what? Jordy Pick. Yeah. <laughs> Jordy. Jordy Picky. Oh, my goodness. Benched. He's a questionable goalkeeper, but he is a heck of an actor. I really like him. He's. He, I mean, <laughs> when I watch him... Like, he just makes me laugh. If Hollywood needs a goalkeeper in a movie, get that guy. Man, he is – you're exactly right. He was like on the he bench is, going he for is it. 
flamboyant yeah, I was in like, everything that he does. When he takes, when he punts the ball, it's like an extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he literally makes like a scene out of everything that he does. Yes, he's like 1990s Al Pacino, like just going over the top with everything. How about 1990s Jim Carrey? Oh. Overacting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's going for it. Yeah. He, he, he wants the Oscar. He wants the, the Golden Globe. You name it. I mean, the, the guy just, when they got that penalty kick. <laughs> oh, man. Did you read his mouth? No, I didn't, I didn't see his mouth. Yeah. I just saw his body language and everything. He's like, oh. Yeah, he, he says the average um, English word of... F off. Oh yeah. When I, they I scored, so but it was still funny. Yeah. Was, he's standing up and he's like, You got this, bro. Yeah. You got this, bro. He's like, Yeah, yeah. Like I'm cheerleading, but secretly I hope you suck, <laughs> Robin Olsen. And then when they score on you, I'm gonna act like I could have done better. So speaking of that, yeah. Olsen. Yeah. Good game? Good game. Convincing. I don't think you you, you gotta keep him in the lineup. So, oh, they don't play. Liverpool doesn't play Man U because Ancelotti said that he would start Pickford against Man U the next week. Really? Yeah. Because, mm. uh, you know, know, they were asking Timmy Timmy Howard about it. Yeah. He was like, well, you got to believe Ancelotti on that. But. How do you do that? I mean. That's just getting, that's getting in like some Mourinho mind game territory. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I if don't you got a guy it. who's playing good, you got to keep rocking with him. Because he he had no chance on these two goals. No, no. Everything else, he was on fire. Yeah, he looked commanding. He didn't look like Flappy Bird, Jordan Pickford. <laughs> if Jordan Pickford was a bird, what kind of bird would he be? He would be a yellow-bellied sap sucker. <laughs> a dodo bird. A dodo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's no. He would be kind of like a gawky hmm, stork. Yeah. Okay. I can deal with that. But yeah, who was uh, we man? Our boy Ryan Frazier oh, is out my there. Goodness. My favorite moment of the game when he was put through him against the uh, Yerry Mina. Oh, dude, he came he, up to like his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> he just he blitzed him. He blitzed him. Yeah, it was incredible. Just the the visual effect. You just see him scoot on by Mina, and and then they kind of in the replay the camera angle is kind of zoomed up on him. I mean, he's literally half the size. Yeah. And yep. He runs so low to the ground. Yep. His leg, little, little legs just a kicking. <laughs> yep. And it uh, got a deflection, and then uh, Callum Wilson. Yep. Finished it. Yeah, Colin. Uh, yep, went doing up, his thing. Went up to nothing. Then uh, DCL. Yep, pulled one back. Yep, like he does. Late. I mean, incredible anticipation. Yes, that, and just to have the delicate touch to put that in. Yeah, like sprinting onto a ball and then just to make your foot limp, like Pickford's. Wrist to score the goal. <laughs> yep, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, so I mean, we joke on him, you know, Lewandowski. Really, he's kind of like a Inzaghi back in the day. Just a. All right, 
moving on to the game that probably screwed me over in fantasy. Man Poo Nil. The Gunners of Arsenal won. One. Oh man, where do we begin? Yeah. Not the greatest game. It's kind of sad, honestly. When Manchester United plays, when I see that game come up on the schedule, I kind of have a little dread in my heart. It's like... You worried? Worried about the result, but also I'm like, am I going to stay awake during this game? Is this game going to put me to sleep? Mm. Here lately in the league, it's been just boring. Was that the uh, first time in since forever? Was it like since 19... 13 or something since they haven't <laughs> yes uh, I think since the uh, 30s 70s 1973 to be really? exact okay yep. okay yep and they haven't they haven't won a, a home game in the first four home games yeah yep Ole Gunner 100th game in charge uh, like I said that song earlier man one step forward two steps back Nobody gets too far like that. Yeah, I mean they they tried out the diamond in the midfield with yep. Fernandez at the point and Fred at the base. McTominay was at the base. You sure? Yep. Okay. Yep. But Fred and Pogba on the sides. Okay. Yep. yep. And I guess Fred and McTominay could probably like switch between those two, but you got two. Yeah, I mean Fred is yeah. He's kinda all over the place. I'll tell you one thing right now. I'm listening. I do not do not care for this player whatsoever. I don't know if it's because he's Portuguese <laughs> or what, or is big old chompers, but Fernandez for me is overly confident in everything that he does. He he's a confident guy. He is. He's I mean, he got str- a lot He strolled of into that dressing room like he owned it. I think from day one, from everything I read. And, I mean, he basically got you into the top four last season after oh, yeah. the, the break. He but, was an incredible catalyst. But if I was any other – if I was a coach on any team playing against Man U, I have somebody right on top of him just pestering him the whole game. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you touch him, he's soft. Like, to start off the game, somebody came up to him and, like, patted him on the ear. And he was like, oh, my eardrum's busted. Oh, my gosh. Like, what happened, referee? Gosh. Did you see this? Can't stand Well, him. he had a very quiet game. He did? Yeah. If you control him, you might as well control Man U. Yeah. Would yeah. you say so? At at the moment, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think there are other options they could be doing. But, yeah, Ole is convinced he's going to old school – 10 route he wants him playing as the focal point of the offense tip of the diamond in this in this lineup but pretty much every game is running through him so yeah if they starve him here lately it's not working well i mean y'all went to maybe you didn't go to rb leipzig or did you i'm not sure but you won five nothing against i think it was a way german team yeah yeah german number two in germany bundesliga but you had Rashford come off the bench in like the 70th minute and score a hat streak, which... Yeah. It was a great game. Good result there. But, yeah, Ole, I mean, he just 
it worked. It worked midweek. Shoot, and he's like, let's fire it up again. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal were all over you guys. Arsenal's kind of like a boa constrictor, man. They just squeeze on you. I mean, they 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 know what they're doing. That's the big difference. They have a game plan and they execute it. Whereas Manchester United, it seems to switch week to week. You don't really know what you're going to get. So Arsenal and Man U have kind of switched in their roles because back when Arsene Wenger used to have Arsenal, it was like you didn't know which which Arsenal you were going to get. Yeah. No playing beautiful football or just especially crap. Latter day Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah, different story. Yeah, this was their yeah, Arsenal got their first away win against the big six since twenty fifteen. Yeah, I think it was twenty nine appearances or yeah. twenty nine games. That was against Man City. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta give them credit. They have a clear identity. It's not the exciting Arsenal that we all remember and loved, but they got the result. I mean it's it's starting to pay off for them. They're a lot tougher to break down than they used to be. Yeah. Which is kind of worrying because they've got a lot of friends who are Gunner fans, and I don't want to see them, like... Be good again. <laughs> no. Let's not do that. Arteta, go out and buy you another David Luiz or something. Yeah. Just, or another Jaka, somebody that is going to give away a penalty every game. <laughs> oh, speaking of penalties, we got we got to go there. Pogba gave it up. Just, yeah, I can go on and on about Pogba, but I think the easiest, quickest fix for this Manchester United team, and he was doing it recently, is put Pogba on the bench. And Pogba needs to take this dang warming sleeve off of his arm. Oh, he looks this ridiculous. Is, I mean, honestly – does, Joe, you're you're a Man U fan. Have you figured out why in the bleep and bleep does this guy wear a a sleeve on his arm? He's not a quarterback. He's no. not a point guard. He's not Allen Iverson. Yeah. What is he doing with that? I don't know. I mean, I don't have any idea what goes through that man's head. The decisions he makes. That tackle on Bellerin was the dumbest move of the game. Such a tight, tight game. And he goes, I mean, Bellerin is going away from goal, and he gets oh, his foot in. That's always the worst. And Hector Bellerin, I mean, like we were talking earlier about Mo Salah, he made the most of it. He took an he extra did. step. He took an extra step, then went down, but that's the game. You know, you can't complain. That's, that's how it goes. Pogba, yeah, I would instantly, just if I was coach and you gave me one decision, I would be like, Right now, unless something changes, Pogba's on the bench. Vanderbeek, get in there, buddy. Dawson's Creek, fire, <laughs> fire him up. You you kill two birds with one stone. Because half the media is like, why aren't you starting Donny Vanderbeek? And the other half is like, what are you doing with Pogba? He sucks. In one move, you kill two birds. Two birds stoned at once. Yes. I like it. <laughs> That's it. So... Do you think Pogba has a massive influence on on your um, dressing room as well? Do you think that he may cause some disruptions? The word I've heard thrown about is the Pied Piper. He makes other players, especially some of the French-speaking players, Okay. Martial, in particular, I think they kind of follow his lead. 
So it's just Martial because he's think, the only other Frenchman. I think, okay. yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> I think there'll be more. But, yeah, I would say now you don't really need that influence in the dressing room. Whereas before, you needed a big name. Now you have Bruno. Rashford's grown into his own. He's basically the king of England now. He is doing some unbelievable things behind the scenes. Yeah, so we've I, talked about it numerous times. So Paul Pogba is a he's a, a sideshow that you don't need right now. I, I would like I said he's the jester. Maybe I don't think this King's Court needs a jester right now. Very well. They need said, some wins. Sir. Well played. They need some points. Okay. I think what what's Manchester United fifteenth now? Of course, this early in the in the game you. I mean, the table ain't everything, but... But you never know with this season, with this many games coming up. Oh, like that's it, true. This is going to be some wild and crazy games. <laughs> yeah. Crazy results. Yep. All right. Anything else about this game? No, I'm just ready to put it in the rear view, my friend. Yeah, I hear you. All right, moving on to the last game on Sunday. Now, I wasn't able to watch this live. I was refereeing two recreation games Mm -hmm. so did not get to see it but i watched the highlights yeah you know i'm such a massive fan of watching tottenham play so who isn't tottenham two my boys the seagulls one so joe i gotta ask you again neil mope my boy yeah what happened out who why out they don't have any like asterisk against his name in 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 our little fantasy league. I don't know. Uh, he's out, not on the bench. Yeah, I think he's injured. Man. Well, Joe, since I wasn't able to watch this game very well, okay. tell me about it. Okay. Well, let me go ahead. Yeah. So basically, your boy Neil was out. So Ed Trissard, Ronaldo Trissard. False nine. Yep. Playing up top. Weird. Involved. Adam Lallana. I thought he looked good, except for oh my stupid, stupid foul to give them penalty kick, which the one and only Harry Kane, just a quick reminder, he's my pick for the Golden Boot Award. Keeps racking them up week after week, putting it down. I mean, hands down the best penalty kick taker in the league. Unstoppable. The man, yeah, he, the man is a master. He has mastered that art. He has a real short run-up, a lot of power, puts it high. Yes. Puts it real high where a goalie is not used to no. balls going that they way. They cannot – yeah, at that speed, it's unstoppable. You know, I, I just recently finished a book, which I gave to Joe, and in the book it discussed the penalty kick taking. I always thought the highest percentage would be low in the corner, but it's actually not because a goalie could get down when they dive. They're going that way, so it's easier for a goalie to save. Makes sense to me now, but they say the highest percentage is upper 90. Yeah. Either side. Hit the postage stamp. Mm. Damn. Darn. (laughs) I don't know, but as much as I hate it, H. Kane. Yeah, H. The man. Yep. Dropped it. But Lalana. I mean, what? He lost his mind. What? I don't don't understand why he has to double knee 
Harry Kane and the kidneys. Yeah. <laughs> trying to go up for a ball. Like, what? It was just pitiful. That was absolutely pitiful. And you're not going to win that header. What are you going to do? You're going towards your goal. Where are you going to head it? Towards your goal? Yeah. Like, that was just... Dumb move. Dumb. Yeah, it cost him. That's why he's playing at Brighton and Hove Albion and not at Liverpool anymore, because you're garbage. I think it's Sorry. a good move for him. No, it was. It and was. I think he's going. Yeah, I mean, I see, I see a lot. Smart play. No, dumb, dumb move. Um, you know, Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Hoiberg. The man is the heartbeat of this Spurs side, in my opinion. Just undroppable. Looked good. Uh, he was fouled in the build-up to Brighton's goal. However, they did not give it to him. I don't know what on earth they were thinking. It just it just didn't make any sense. I think the ref, he had a little ego. He was literally closer than you and me to the uh, foul. Didn't call it. Then he went to the VAR booth, looked at it, and turn it down again, which just tells me he didn't want to look stupid and go against himself. But anyway, Terry Lamptey scored it. Great goal. Great Side player. Side-footed. Passed it in from I mean, an the angle. Man, it was smart. Brighton, That's all you got to do. Brighton, enjoy this man while you have him because yeah. next summer he's he's making a big move somewhere. Yeah. Incredible I player. I somebody like uh, Byron. They Somebody they made a, a move like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He he's putting it down. Very attacking. Just pretty much Brighton's best player. So, <clears throat> Joe, you know how much I enjoy talking about Tottenham and just the Spurs in general. Yep, it's a, it's a passion of yours. I know. Absolute pa- passion of mine. Passion. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say. That as much as I want every single call to go against the Spurs, this was, it was inexplicable. Exactly. I mean, how these referees, man! I swear they exactly like you were saying, ego trip. I mean, I don't want anything good to happen to the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at that, and I remember, you know, this weekend, a little text, me- text message group going on, and I kept checking my phone while I was refereeing and saw the text message between our group of friends, just the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> and so where it was like, yeah, that's how did the referee miss that? And I was like, eh. Let me go home and look at it. Oh, my gosh. Like, I saw some awful calls in the game that I was reffing. Because we got two people, like, one on each side. Right. So you've got you got to be a linesman and a referee. This little high school kid was garbage, and he probably listens to the pod, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, kid's taken out on his side, and I'm like, yeah, that's a clear call. Nope. 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 Same thing with this. You're standing five that's, feet away. That's how away. it starts, Matt. The same thing probably happened to, the, to this ref. And five it, feet away, yeah. and you get a guy just taken straight out. No ball. No. Nothing. No. Not even a smidgen. So, Tottenham, 
gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this. You should have had that call. That was really poor. Good win. I mean, Brighton, uh, they're not looking, they're not getting the results right now, but I think, yeah, they're going to stay up. Neil Mope. Yep. He gets back. Good team. They are a good team. Very good team. They I like went, watching them, too. They went toe-to-toe with Spurs for probably 60% of that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good game. Good win for Spurs. All righty. Oh, well, that, that tasted funny in my yeah. mouth saying that. Sorry. Well, wash it out. Okay. So, now we're on to today's games. That's right. All right. So, the first game was full ham. Ham and slam. Full ham. That's right. Two, West Brom, nil. Scotty P. Scotty P looking fresh, but I got to say, West West Brom's jerseys. Now, they got three different jerseys. They all have the same barcode, barcode. style. Right. This one looks like from the people that were using their house for the podcast. I was like, let me, let me ask you, what does that look like? What does that jersey look like if... It was an occupation. Who would they look like? This guy says, oh, that looks like a McDonald's worker from the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Ronald McDonald if he was a soccer player. Enough said. Garbage jerseys. I mean, the blue and white ones, the navy blue and white ones look good. Yep. They got a yellow and green one, right? Yep. That looks all right. Mediocre. Yellow and red. Oh, it's an awful combo. It's... Sorry, it McDonald's. Is. It's hideous, man. It's just straight up yeah, hideous. And they played bad. Fulham, best performance of the year. Oh, yeah. Put it down. I don't think they'll get any better than that. No. Be I mean, that's that's the ones you have to win, though, if you're Fulham. You're absolutely right. Do you think they had a little more umph, a little more pep in their step because they're used to playing these guys in the championship? It probably didn't hurt. Okay. They know him. I think he, he switched up a few things in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I think – yeah, long term that could be the the answer for him. I know he had our boy Timmy, Timmy Ream, Ream, on the bench. Oh yeah, you know he put in Hakeem uh, Anderson. Okay, the Danish defender uh, on loan. The yeah looked really solid. I think he was what Leon's uh, record signing a year really? or two ago. Yeah, and it didn't work out for him. Fulham. On loan. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. You never I, I know what you can get on loan. That's true. you got to do that shopping. Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, what, 6'4", big boy? Yeah. I mean, they look very good. Yeah. They did. Yep. They really did. I um, I thought the first goal was a little bit of uh, head volleyball. Yeah. Ball was crossed in. Mitrovic gets his big old forehead on it, plays it across goal to uh, something Reed. He's Bobby got a double. De Cordoba Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Who heads it in to <laughs> Bratislav Ivanovich heads, who heads it straight up into the net. <laughs> so a little three-piece action of yeah, head he, he loves to play some pinball in the box. <laughs> yeah. But good goal. I mean, setting it up right. But then. Do you know the um, the announcer that's on the Spanish La Liga, the Englishman? Ray Hudson? 
Is it Ray Hudson? The Scottish. He is Scottish. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So the legend. I'm going to try to go with his little. You going, you going full Ray Hudson? <laughs> I'm going to try. Let's hear it. So Ola Nana with the hammer of Thor on his left foot. <laughs> yeah. Just rifles it into the upper nanny like he's taking candy from a baby. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It was the hammer of Thor. That was a, a great, great goal. Yeah, smash the ball. Left foot, weaker foot. He actually, he's a former Chelsea player, so I've seen him quite a bit. Really hope that he would um, continue with Chelsea, but we got Reese James now, so that's fine. Went to Torino for a little while, came back. Mm. It's back in the English Premier League, but what a super smash brother foot. Heck yeah. Wow. Get off that cloud. Yeah. <laughs> what a heck of a... Speaking of uh, Chelsea players, i got to throw it out there. This guy might have the best hair in the league. Connor Gallagher? You guessed it. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were talking about him a lot today. Yeah. He's got that two-tone. I mean, yeah. He's, he's a stud, man. Yeah, he's going to be a player. He was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, Mitrovic... Bossed him around today, but I can see the glimmers of uh, but solid, he didn't solid back down. You know? No, he was everywhere. That's what you want. You don't want some little wallflower hiding. You get some guy on loan. No, Very no, no. Nice. Yeah, he, he's not, a true not, player. And I'm not talking about the one headlight wallflower. I'm talking about crappy. Oh, golf clap for that, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank Beautiful. Thank you. I you try. Know, one thing I have to mention about that, uh, Ola Ana yeah. scored the goal. And then got called for a foul throw a little bit later. You don't see that every day. There were two foul throws called that I saw this weekend. And I saw multiple more. I'm talking about guys like straight up one foot throwing the ball in. And the referees aren't calling it. I mean, it's just... Are you talking about our pickup game last Friday night? No, I'm talking about in the Premier League. <laughs> no, I was talking about our, yeah. our buddy. <laughs> he did a bowling throw. <laughs> he did. He got so crazy. Oh, my gosh. So, Joe and I were playing last Friday. We were just playing pickup out underneath the lights. We don't really necessarily have set rules or anything. You try to call your own fouls. Most people just try to it's play. It's kind of like, self-enforced, but, yeah. I mean, you don't do anything too crazy. Some people like to kick the ball in. Some people actually throw the ball in. But one one guy decided to – Brace his soul. <laughs> like he was bowling for a strike. Oh, Out of the blue, we're like, what the heck? He went straight up uh, ten cup on it or whatever that what was. No, King that's pen. the wrong – Yep, kingpin. <laughs> yep, thank you, Jeff. Woody Harrelson, kingpin. Woody Harrelson, straight up kingpin on it. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? Oh, classic. Oh, man. Quick shout-out, though. Matt did go full Andros Townsend. Gonna pick up. Had I just clang her off the bottom of the of the crossbar. With my weaker foot. Yeah, left-footed. Left foot. Dedicated to Andros Townsend. Thank you. Thank you, Chad. That was a good strike. That was a good one. I think I pulled every muscle in my leg doing it, but that's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. I made about a 50-yard run. Heavy breathing. <laughs> ball just screaming at these guys play it across drop it drop it played across to me somebody coming across the other direction i thought i was getting gonna get taken out hit it 
hits the crossbar, goes straight down, and bounces up into the net. Oh, yeah. I had the perfect view. I was like, dang, son. It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Good. I, I, good. I, I, I did all right. Vintage. So, yeah. It did feel good because that's the first, like, shot I've had in a long time other than trying to catch a goalie offline from, like, the penalty box. <laughs> yeah, it, it was vintage. Old school, Matt. Ugh. All right. Final game of the week. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Leeds won. Leicester four. What were your thoughts on this one? Dude, straight up. Leicester is an unpredictable team. On their day, they can beat anyone. If Jamie Vardy did some cocaine that day, they're going to take people. If he had a white party. (laughs) If he had some sugar burger going on. He will straight up destroy everyone. Yes. We uh, we joke. We know that Jamie Vardy does not do those kinds of things, but when he is on his game, a man still I mean, got gosh, it. like, he's scary. Like, with the little, he's got the little. Shark like, fin. Yeah, the hair. shark fin going on, man. Yeah. When he's got that going on, like, it's just, people it's just more aerodynamic. Yeah. Yeah. He's, all, he's looking for every angle. Yeah, so Jamie Vardy set up both of the first first two goals in the half. I mean, I watched him on the build-up to when he, about six inches off the ground, headed it, and then Tillman's got the rebound. You know, we could have scored that goal, but Jamie Vardy, great movement. He literally faked out the center back, um, not sure which one it was, for leads about three times in the build-up. Was it Cock? It probably was. Yeah. Cock seems to... Always be at fault. But mm-hmm. Jamie Vardy just bamboozled him three times. Slowed down, sped up, went back. Nope, looped back in front of him in an instant. Went about six inches off the ground, headed it, boom. Soccer Rebound. IQ, man. Yep, he's he's a true predator. I mean, the more and more I watch this guy, you know, he's, he's not only a natural goal scorer, scorer but... He's just a very intelligent player. You can tell he's come from some rough upbringings because, again, every game he plays is like the last game Oh yeah, he could ever play. I mean, he's just got so much heart, so much drive that, man, I'd be terrified to play against oh, him. Uh, he's the apex predator. There you go. Yeah, heck yeah. Great player, great game. I mean, Brendan Rodgers, the mastermind. i say it again. The man is good. Freaking great coach. So this is what I want to ask you. Yeah. Lester has the Brodge way. There's only one way. You go the Brodge. The Brodge. Brendan Rogers. <laughs> B. Rodge. B. Rodge. The Brodge way. So I really respect how they play. If there's a chance that they can play the ball into space for Jamie Vardy or... Um, Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes, yep. To run onto it. Two incredibly quick players. They yep. do it. Yep. They don't try to pass the ball 13 times between center back Mm-mm. and left back and right back and center back and goalie and all that <laughs> crap. They just go forward. It's yeah. like the only way you can score is by shooting the ball. So they put it forward. They want to win. Why don't more teams play the Broadway? Is it because they don't have the the pace up front, or is it just they want to play more beautiful football? 
I think it's a combination of all of them. Most teams don't have the players, the Vardys, okay. the Barnes, I mean, Tillemans. I mean, you got Madison, you have, you know, Castanier. Good players. Really attacking players. They don't have them. But they don't have that Brendan Rodgers swag about them. Okay. I mean, the man's just dripping swag. Joe just turned up his lip like he he didn't want to smell anybody around him. He just took his nose up in yeah. the air and he was <laughs> like, I'm Brendan Rodgers. I'm Brendan Rodgers, baby. They don't know nothing about me. Just doing it. I mean, the man just does it. He just wins. I, I, honestly, I think this could be the last year we see him with Leicester. If he keeps getting results like this, beating the Arsenals, beating the Leeds, somebody big is going to come knocking. He's going to get called back to the bigs. Where? There's been talk of Man City going Brendan Rodgers if Pep leaves. I don't wow. think he would be the number one choice, but I think he's in the conversation. So that's com- two completely different styles of play. Pretty similar. Pep has sp- spent crazy amounts of money for his team to be pass, 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 forward. Broad has passed forward. <laughs> I mean, can you – I mean, they seem like they've stagnated under Pep. Yeah. You think B-Raj couldn't work serious magic with those players? My and goodness. And he went to Liverpool and he didn't – no, he actually got them pretty close to the He came within title. a Steven Gerrard slip. Against uh, Demba Ba. Yeah. yeah. That was of, of winning the title. Yeah. That's so. true. Okay. Okay. I'll give you I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But good win. So yeah. Lester four, Leeds one, lead pulled one back right at the beginning of the second half with Corbin Dallas. Yeah. Stuart Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Our good good old friend from the fifth element. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, good one. He was on my bench. Oh, yeah. Third bench Of course, player. that was a lucky goal. Yeah. It bounced past hey, about four players. when you put it into the mix and you put it where it could potentially go into the goal, I mean, that's an intelligent play. I think KDB, the Ginger King, does that a lot. Too. Yeah. Well, hey. Put yeah. it in the mix. Yep. Heck, yeah. But, yeah. Leads a bounce back. But they came up against a savvy, savvy guy. Yeah. The broad. That's what happens. Yeah, they pulled one back. And then, uh, let's see. What is a Leicester game without a Jamie Vardy party? He gets the third. And then there's a PK. And the last little bit to Telemans, who put it away pretty, pretty well. Yeah. So, good win for Leicester. They're moving on up. Again, this season's going to be wild. Yeah. Wild and crazy. This table could look so different two months from now. Yep, absolutely. All right. So now we are way behind time. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry. We're in a new place. We don't know our surroundings. Yep. Got us thrown off a little bit, but hey, we're pumping it out for y'all. Pumping it out. So now is the time, our segments that everybody enjoys. That's right. So the first segment is... It's the creme de la, it's the creme de la, it's the creme de la. Oh, you're beauty! Creme de la prim. Creme de Who la you prim. got, Matt? So the creme de la prim, something super, super silky, super smooth. 
the best of the best. The best of the best. For me, this week, I got to go with my doppelganger. (laughs) (laughs) I like that choice. Danny Ings. I mean, you know, we talked about him last week. When he gets the ball and he gets close to the goal, he does the roadrunner. Just crazy fast feet and then just tries to rip one. Yeah, his brain goes up a gear. When it he, really does. When he gets anywhere around that goal. I think his hairline goes back one notch he every does. time that happens. <laughs> yeah. Every time he scores a goal, his hairline recedes. The hair drops out. <laughs> but, wow, what a It's finish. worth it, man. Yeah, Dang. what a finish. Heck, yeah, that's a good pick. Joe, who you got? I'm actually going the same game. I'm going Hymas Ward-Prowse. Okay, okay. I mean, just involved all over the place, assisting, and those two free kicks. Just put the game out of reach. Just like vintage Beckham, just doing his thing. Yeah, incredible. Good leader, good player who stepped up a notch. You know, he was kind of a good guy, but he was kind of the uh, the guy you'd want your daughter to date. He was a little... A little bit too gentlemanly, which I like. You know, we like gentlemen. We're Southern gentlemen. But Hassan Hutel has brought an edge to his game. He's getting a little more nasty, a little more just got that killer instinct. So, yeah, this was his birthday. And also a little bit of a coming out party. Like, he's one of the great great midfielders in the league. Yeah. Yeah, he played extremely well. Great free kicks. So, yeah. Well... Moving on to the next segment. Next segment. This segment's called... Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's everybody's favorite segment. But nobody's favorite segment. You, you don't want to hear your name called on this segment. So, Joe, who you got this week for Bless Your Heart? I don't want to do this, but I have no option. It's Paul Pogba. Oh, wow. I mean, just, he even said, uh, I made a stupid decision, coach. Yeah, you did. You cost him the game. You didn't offer anything positive. It's not like you went out there and just dominated. You were going for it. No, you, man, no. Just bless your heart, Paul Pogba. I mean, I've already outlined why. I think you can be... You need to be put on the bench for your own good, for the team's good, and, uh, yeah, hopefully it reignites something inside you because it's just not happening, buddy. Bless your heart. Wow. Okay. Calling out his own player on Bless Your Heart. Yeah. Is that a first? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Did I call out Keppa? Yes. At some point? You, <laughs> you have. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to have to go with my bless your heart moment is the referee for the Tottenham game. Mm. You had less than five feet to make a clear and obvious call. Then people at Stockton Park at the VAR said like, hey buddy, you probably made a mistake, so you want to go and look at this. Yeah, take a closer look. Anytime the VAR says, hey, you need to look at this, that means, like, we think you made a big mistake. Yeah, there's something there. Take he, a look, make it right. 
He goes and looks at it, and for the life of me, what does he see? What does he see that says, yeah, that's clear. That's a clear no call, no foul. Yep. No ball. Mm. Straight legs. How in the world can you miss that? I don't know the referee's name. I can see his face right now. I think he's garbage. I think they're (laughs) all garbage, except for maybe one. Michael Oliver, but yeah, just it's pitiful, man. It's just pitiful. Like, own up to a mistake and just say, "Yeah, I got this wrong." Yep, he was actually given a second chance and blew the second chance. Yep, that's just mm. straight up pitiful. Well, okay. Bless yep. your heart. Bless your heart. You dang referee. Well, let's move on to something positive here, Matt. Positive, positive. Yeah, okay. Positive thinking. The next one that everybody enjoys is. Finest frog's hair. Joe, how you feeling? Fine as frog's hair, buddy. So this is the. Could be something stylish. Could be something wicked, wicked awesome. It's just fine, girl. You fine, <laughs> boy. You fine. Hey, you finest frogs here. Get it, Joe. I'm going with something. I'm going with a person. Okay. Had a little combination of everything. I'm talking about Scott Parker. <laughs> Scotty P. Scotty P. That first win. That first W. Not only did he win. Not only did he he chewed gum harder than any man I've ever seen <laughs> chew gum. Whoa, whoa, come it, on. It made, you, it made you my remember, gums hurt. <laughs> you remember your old coach from Manchester United. Who? Sir Alex Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Dude, he, he was the ultimate like, that's chomper. That's true. He did okay, chew okay, a lot okay, of sorry, gum. Sorry. That's true. Continue. He did chew a lot of gum. He may look cool. He didn't look so furious, though. <laughs> Scott Parker just... He just going for it. He looked a little nervous, but he also looked cool. He looked dapper. He was yelling. I mean, he was just yelling. A little poppy he didn't want on to... the side of the jacket. Yeah. Looking fresh. A little puffy. Yeah, a little puffy jacket. A little puffer. But that thing was super warm. Yeah, he looked warm, cozy, cool, just doing his thing. Got the got the victory. Just got to give it up to our man. Yeah. yeah. Double time. <laughs> All right. So, Scotty yeah. P. No yep. regrets. Yeah, no regrets. All right, well, I've been hoping that this would come up at some point. I've been praying, mm. not praying, sorry. I've been really, really hoping Okay. We're <laughs> that this guy's name would come up. James Ward Prowse. Oh, okay. JWP. Yep. <laughs> so there's two reasons I've given him my finest frog hair moment. Right. Okay. Not only was those two free kicks just, I mean, he, the first free kick, he beat the keeper to the far post and then switched over to the other side and beat the keeper to the same far post. Just unbelievable free kicks, and the keeper had no chance. Looked way better than Beckham could ever do. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that alcohol is talking. Oh, man. But one thing that I like about James Ward-Prowse, 
He's a cutthroat midfielder that wears the all blacks. Mm. All black cleats. Yes. That's what I rock too. He's old school. Man, you don't have to wear these pink, pink and yellow or pink and white. I see some shoes that are multicolored. Yeah. One shoe, your right foot's yellow, the other one's pink. It's like just be just be simple. Yeah. All blacks, man. Yep. He's a classy dude. And it looks really good with the Southampton colors too. Yeah. Super fresh. Super fresh. But yeah. I've been hoping that that would come up because, you know, I'm I'm rocking the all blacks right now. Oh, yeah. You got your style. I like them. I really do. Now, don't get me wrong. Back in the day, I used to rock the the flashy ones, too. But there's nothing nothing like the all blacks. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And I'm a Puma King kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was my jam. Uh-huh. So I'm rocking Puma Kings all blacks right now. So, yeah. That's my finest frog hair. Silky smooth, free kicks, silky smooth feet. Mm. Keep it tight, high good, and tight. Good choice, good <laughs> choice. All right. So, moving on to the tailgate. That's right, pop it down. The tailgate is very nice this week. We got another email, Joe. Yes, thank you all for writing in. <clears throat> this one is from Devin. Devin, thank you. Oh, and we need to mention something from last week's um, email. Joe and I did not know what the salad days were. <laughs> we had to look it up and realize that we were just uneducated on what that term actually meant. So we apologize. Two-footed Terry. Yeah, two-foot Terry. Sorry about that. We Maybe we should have done our research a little bit more. Yeah. But well, we had the idea. Yeah. Salad days, yep. Our younger days, we get it now. Thank yeah. you very much. You introduced us to some new terminology. So thank you, thank you. That's right. All right, so on, getting back to Devin. On to Devin. He says, hi, guys. Love the podcast. I was having a socially distant drink at a bar the other night and ended up having a talk to this English guy about soccer. We ended up getting into a heated debate that I thought you might be able to weigh in on. Here's the question. If soccer had been the primary sport in the United States, like it has been in many other countries for nearly a century, how many World Cups would the U.S. have won? Also, who would be in the current starting lineup? I'm thinking something like Gronk and J.J. JJ Watt in the back somewhere. Russell Westbrook as a number nine, Kyrie Irving as a tricky winger, Julio Jones as the U.S. keeper, Tom Brady as a ball boy. <laughs> Joking. Devin, I like it. Joking. And then he says, Stuzz up. Awesome. <laughs> awesome question. I got to say, we, we really appreciate it. All these listener emails. You don't know how much it means to yeah, us. So I thank mean, you we're, so much. we're Southerners. We like a big meal. Y'all giving. Plenty on the plate. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, this ain't a little one question, one sentence. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Off Twitter or something. No, it's an email. Some good ingredients out there. Absolutely. So, Devin, first off, I got to say, before I even get to the question, I'm with you on the arguing with the English guy about Americans and soccer. Because I've been there more times than I can count. 
lived in England. I mean, we can go on and on about it, but yeah. There have been quite a few times their opinion is not too high. I mean, even in the 2010 World Cup pregame with some good guys. I mean, we had a real good connection with the English guys. When they're talking about American, uh, the the U.S. national team, they really thought they were going to kill us. Like, was this the five one nothing that we ended up winning because no, of a fluke goal? The one one. Okay. Yeah, we tied due to yep. Robert Green. But in their minds, I mean, they were utterly convinced they would win five to nothing. Like, they're yeah. Somehow their perception is completely off base. So I understand where you're coming from, brother. And uh, all you can do is just change your minds one one person at a time. Keep it going. Absolutely. So we appreciate you fighting the good fight out there and sticking up for American soccer. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had this conversation with Americans as well that don't know anything about soccer. And they would say, oh, same thing. If we had our best players playing from the time that they were kids, then we'd be the best. Joe and I agree that that is not necessarily the case. Yeah. Here is why. Joe? Yep. So, Devin, don't worry. We're going to get to players, yep, you know, yep, hypothetical. Yep. We're going to have a little fun with it. Yep. But, yeah, I mm-hmm. think the more important thing would be not so much our best athletes playing uh, soccer as opposed to football, basketball, et cetera, baseball. Because, honestly, when our players join big clubs in the World Cup, you name it, athletically they aren't struggling against these other teams. Not at all. It's in other areas. Yep. It's the soccer IQ. It's the technique. It's, it's the, the tactical awareness. It's growing up. I mean, does a fish say, oh, I'm in water? No, it doesn't even know. These Europeans, they grow up around soccer all the time, and they just absorb it. They breathe it day after day. Whereas we in America, it takes a lot of effort. You think yep. about somebody like a Clint Dempsey what he had to go through just to get that same level as some of these Tottenham guys or you know, yep. um, Fulham guys back in the day. Completely different path. Completely yep. different. I mean, even Christian Pulisic had to basically move himself to a country he didn't know the language in by himself. I've read about him just being almost depressed because he he wanted – his life to be something more than just an average soccer player in the U.S. So he moved himself over with his parents, obviously, yeah, yeah. moved overseas, put himself into an uncomfortable position, and had to grow as an individual. Like, that's tough. That's really tough to be someone that doesn't speak a single, like any German, to go into the Bundesliga as a teenager. Yeah, I can't and imagine. just make it work. Like, there's, there's a lot more to it than just physical capabilities. Yep. Here's what I'm going to say. <clears throat> we could have, you know, guys like LeBron James out there playing, but physique doesn't always matter. Here's why. Look at the two best players for the last 10, 12, 12 years. you got Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Their body types are complete <laughs> opposites. Messi is naturally talented. He's got unbelievable touch. It's like the ball is tied to his shoe yep. and doesn't come off. Ronaldo is just the physical specimen. He works his tail off to be who he is. 
So you've got talent versus physique. And the majority of the time, it's like, yeah. I mean, it could go either way. It's 50-50. Yeah. So having somebody with the physique, like, let's say, Gucci Onyewu. (laughs) This guy was built just like LeBron James, played center back for us, and guess what? He was garbage. He was average. Okay. He did beat up. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That that gives him major props. In my oh book. yeah, when they were at AC Milan yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyewu never really played for Milan, but he was in the training sessions and and he didn't mind. Okay, yeah. I, so I he's can he always gets respect from from me for that account. But so to be completely honest, if the U.S. had been putting their best players towards soccer since last century. Same as everybody else. How many World Cups will we have won? I'm going to say two. I'm going to say probably the same as England, who started the game. Yeah. One. I, I, I think we would have more than one. Okay. I'm not even going to – because you have to think, not only is it we have enough players coming through now, but really what I think would have set us up and probably taken it to another level – Think about all the money, the analytics, True. the cultural, um, just the coach itself, the, the idea of a coach itself from Vince Lombardi back. Think of all those guys had been coaching soccer. Okay. Think of all these teams, all these effort, the money that we had put into other sports. Or just the NFL. Think if that had went towards soccer. Think if Bill Belichick had been coaching soccer. Like so let me- Mine's like that. Think about that. So let me ask you this. So right now in the U.S., soccer is the least expensive sport to play according to, you know, what type of um, uh, equipment that you need. Right. Shin guards, even if you need shin guards, a ball and shoes. Right. Okay? It is the most expensive sport to play in the U.S., the most expensive sport to play. Pay to play. Everywhere else in the world, it's not that way. So, the way the U.S. mentality is, do you think even with these great coaches that you're talking about, that people still would have been able to, we would have been able to get the best out of kids with yeah. that mentality? Well, 100%, it wouldn't be pay to play if okay. if the U.S. had been on because honestly, all these developments, yeah, that have happened in Europe, we probably would have been leading the way, at least equal to them, just because the whole system is is based on getting these successful teams ahead. So yeah, pay to play has kind of came about, you know, because the whole system is way behind Europe. Eventually, it will go away, I think. About a hundred years behind, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could, yeah. I mean, even early nineteen hundreds. I mean, football and soccer are, like, on the same level in terms of popularity. And they went down wildly different paths. Yep. And even in the NASL days, 70s, early 80s, I mean, there was a time where soccer, they thought, hey, it's going to blow up again. Yep. But, yeah, I think, honestly, if we could put that, the money, the time, the the thought process, the, the systems, the coaching, all that stuff towards soccer – yeah, we'd have two World Cups. I <clears throat> I think the the best thing for the US to do is to stop 
putting pressure on the parents to spend so much money to get their kids good training. Yep. And everywhere else, every other country, a scout could be walking down the street and see a kid do like a rainbow over another kid and be like, hey, hey, come here, kid. Take me <laughs> to your parents. And they don't go to the parents and say, hey, I'm going to pick up your kid every day from here on out. I'm going to take him to this club. Right. He's going to get education. He's going to get training. We're going to try to make him into the next superstar. That's what we need to be doing. We need to have more people out there that are willing to put up the effort, put up the time to producing soccer players and not just like, how can we make money out of these parents? I mean, you know, when we were growing up, like we were playing in a small little rec league that we went around and played in, you know, a couple other towns around our area. And we were, we were way above average for the team that we were on. So then what happened? We go down and play a club team out of like a bigger city. Got our butts kicked <laughs> in. Yep. I'll never forget it because I was playing goalie. Oh. That was the last time I ever played goalie. <laughs> Eight nothing. Yeah. Oh, man. Bad news bears right there. You got a memory like an elephant, buddy. So, yeah, for bad things. Yeah. <laughs> So then we decided, like, hey, maybe we should. Actually, probably wasn't us, it was our parents. They were like, hey, we got some kids that want to do more than just spend time in this little rec league. So let's try to make things happen. And that I give a lot of props to our parents for doing this because they pushed us. Yeah. And we ended up being state champions because of this. You know, they pushed us. And I wish. To be honest, my parents would have pushed me a little more. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able at a younger age to agree with them on anything. I probably wouldn't have tried as tried hard at all if they would have pushed me more, but I hope I wish they would have because now I realize how much soccer is my passion. Yeah. You know. Well, I, th- I think you know the US is kind of reverse engineering how they do it in Europe. And it's going to take a little time to it's get to that point. Um, you know, you're seeing like Philadelphia Union, you know, starting to get that pathway, FC Dallas. Grassroots. Yes, getting the youth teams going. And then once you have those, um, you know, payments, basically where a small local team sells it to Philadelphia Union, the Union sells that player on to Europe, like a Brendan Aronson. And then so-and-so little club gets a little kickback from that. Right. That's the game changer. Once you can get that money start pumping in and get that pathway to Europe going, then, yeah. And you're seeing more of that nowadays. Yeah, it's definitely happening. That's great. Um, but once that really gets established, yeah, then I think the rest will follow. All right. But good question, though, Devin. Yeah, I'm absolutely. saying two World Cups. If we'd had everybody, I'm saying two. I'm going to go in between one and zero and just say either we're at the same level we are now or we may have pulled one out. I'm saying if, if you had like a Bo Jackson, Goodness Bill Parcells, Herschel <laughs> Walker, if you had those players, coaches. I mean, MJ. Oh, yeah, MJ. I mean, we can go on and on. But, yeah, late 80s, early 90s, I mean, dream team. That could have been a soccer team. Yeah. Instead we had <laughs> Marcella Balboa. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Marcella. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. All right, Joe. So we, Devin – Decided to do our starting 11, just like you said. 
Um, Joe, first, tell me your formation. Ooh, even before the formation. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you formation. I'm going to tell you who's on my bench. Okay. Because I had too many players. Wow. Too many players. Go ahead. So we talked about our our salad days back from high school. Played a diamond back four. Yep. And just to be a little freaky, a little weird, I'm going with the diamond back four. Okay. I'm going sweeper stopper. Sweeper stopper. Two okay. outside defenders. Flat four. Well, two kind of alternating eights is how I would. Kind of how we played in high school. Yeah, in okay. midfield. Okay. Uh, two wingers. And then a uh, little partnership up top. Okay. So, technically, uh, call it a 4-4-2. Okay. Diamond back four. Let me just roll out my bench real quick. Players that I wanted to fit in my lineup couldn't do it. All right. So, I'm going to go two defenders real quick. I threw in Nick Bosa for the 49ers. He's out with an ACL injury, but defensively, I think, could be a generational player. Okay. Frightening to think about what he would do on a soccer player. On a soccer field, sorry. And Stephon Gilmore, shut down cornerback for the Patriots. I think he would be a good. Uh, couldn't quite fit him in, but I think he would be a good uh, Aaron Juan Basaka. Wow. Okay. And then uh, attacking, I went Chris Paul. Devin, I know you went uh, Kyrie Irving, but, yeah, I'm going Chris Paul. A little creativity in the middle. And then I got Christian McCaffrey and uh, Alvin Kamara. Ooh. Attacking just all-rounders, out wide, up top. Throw Let me ask there. you something. You got any baseball players on your team? No. Okay. After the fact, I thought about it, but no. Okay. I went NBA and uh, – Hockey? Nope. I could have – Hopefully you probably should have – gone hockey so yeah i mean mike apologize. trout could easily the baseball have been in there bryce harper maybe great athletes but no yeah. Dev, devin went nba in football so we just kept it on yeah the same. we're gonna yeah, okay okay we're keeping it so let me hear your your lineup well let me hear your uh <clears throat> formation formation if i go formation i'm just gonna have to go through the whole thing you ready for this i'm ready <laughs> So I went a four-two-three-one. Okay, okay, I like so that. So sometimes Chelsea play this, but I thought this would give me the best chance yep. at winning. Okay, four-two-three-one. My goalkeeper. Some people may find this a little interesting, but I'm gonna go Zion Williamson. Oh, ooh, okay, okay, Zion, I like that. Zion is a young individual with incredibly burst of just <laughs> jumping capability. That's a local guy, too, yep. from Spartanburg. Yep, Sparkle City. That's right. This guy, I think with his ball handling capabilities, somebody shoot a ball, he would jump upper 90 and just palm it and grab it straight out. Just, and then look at it and just be like. Then look back at them and be no. like, no, no, no. So we decided to go with current players. If we would have went old school players, Dikembe Mutombo would have been our goalie. No, no, no. Not, not today. Not today. <laughs> Gosh, could you yeah. imagine him being a goalie? <laughs> he would be in in Zlatan's face just be like, no, no, no. And yeah. Zlatan would get, get every red card every time he so, played. So that's an important uh, distinction. You have to be a current player, yep. but we're picking you from your peak era. Peak era, yep. So yep, yep. you could be a little past your peak, but as long as you're still playing, 
you technically could qualify. Okay, okay. So my center backs. So with my center backs, I wanted somebody with a little swagger. Okay, you need somebody mm, with a little swag, swagger. That swag. A little bit of just like, I'm not going to put up with anything. This is my way or the highway. So my captain okay. and my center back is going to be LeBron. Oh. All day. Okay. All day. He's got that silky smooth persona, right? Yeah. He's a great passer of the ball, which you need mm-hmm. for a defender. But he's also just, he doesn't put up with anything. He's my John Terry. Oh, I like that. He's my John Terry. I like Terry. what you did there. All right. So my other center back, I took notes from, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, like, because my fiance allows me to watch every soccer game that Buku I want to watch. Soccer. <laughs> she doesn't allow me to watch anything else. And I don't blame her because I would be watching sports like pretty much all weekend long. So my knowledge isn't as great as it used to be, but it's absolutely fine. So I took a little bit of um, insight from old Dougie Fresh, guy's house we're at. <laughs> he said George Kittle. Oh, yep. I thought about Tied going in. George Kittle. Tied in for San Francisco, right? Yes. Absolute He's monster. He's a heck of a player, and I think he could be a great center back. And he gave me some, some reasons why, which I cannot remember right now. I apologize. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with him because when he described it to me, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like this guy, yeah. Yeah, George not? Kittle, that's a good pick. I, I had him on my possibles for bench. Okay, okay. So my left back and right back. I think you're going to enjoy these. Richard Sherman. That's my last. Spoiler back. alert. I went Richard Sherman also. George Norman as my right back. Okay. Old Carolina Panther just getting in oh. people's faces and just like this. You will not come anywhere close to me. Those two guys with the swagger that they have, with the, the confidence, kind of remind me a little bit of Trent. TAA and Andy Robo. Oh yeah. So I could see that working out really well. I like that. That's a good. Yeah. Because like, they're flashy. I like where you're going with that. Yeah. They're flashy. Do you, Do you want me to? You want me to go through my defense and goalkeeper? Go ahead. Go real ahead, quick. Go ahead. All right. Because you already named Richard Sherman. I mean, great pick. Oh yeah. I mean, great minds think alike. Studs aligned on that one. That's my left back. Right back. I went to full Trent Alexander-Arnold as Steph Curry. Just whipping in the crosses. Okay. Going up and down. The flashy moves. Dude, Trent, uh, I'm sorry, Steph Curry would pin in a cross from his own half. Yes, that's the thing. He would take it <laughs> up a notch. Box. He would take it up a notch. He's more Trent Alexander-Arnold than Trent is. He, he Yeah. And they, they kind of look alike. Yeah, oh, I got okay. a similar vibe. Yeah, Fair a little bigger, but yeah. So I went those two. Goalkeeper, got to back it up. Kevin Durant. Okay. Wingspan. Seven feet, five inches. Wingspan. Man Gosh. is six foot, ten inches. That's what, four inches taller than uh, Coutois? Yeah. Or I think Coutois and Mindy were six, seven, yeah. but still. Dwarfs them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the goal itself is what, 24 feet wide? Yeah. He's covering 
almost a third of the goal. <laughs> <laughs> stationary. Stationary. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, if he went into soccer, yeah, he'd be a heck of a goalkeeper. You know, he's great anticipation. Yeah, great uh, reactions. Yeah, I'm going Kevin Durant. Like I said, I went the Diamondbacks. I'm going sweeper. Okay. First, I went Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, sorry. I'm thinking of Sam Donald for some reason. Okay. <laughs> Aaron Donald for the Rams. You know, defensive player of the year. Just one of the greatest defensive players in recent years in the NFL for the okay. Rams. Okay. I think he's six one, maybe 270, something like that. Wow. Would just be an absolute force. But just able to stop everything. All right. Killing it. And then slightly ahead of him, I went J.J. Watt. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Devin. I'm going defensive players playing defensive. He's a defensive. Chelsea fan, by the way. Oh, is he? J.J. Watt, yeah. I mean, J.J. Watt. Love it. I mean, the guy has like literally a five-foot box jump. I mean, literally can jump over my shoulders from a standstill at his peak. And he's a big boy. <laughs> Incredible. Just, yeah, physically. That guy is not going to lose a header. <laughs> no. No, I mean, incredible just physically. Like one of the greatest American physical specimens we produced in the past 15 years. Right. Okay. All right, so that's what I'm going with. Okay. So what was your formation again? The 4-4-2. 4-4-2. Okay. So let me go into my 4-2-3-1. So I'm going to go into my my two center mids that are holding center mids. But I went with some guys that can produce, can put in some – some KDB silky smooth Put passes that working. from. Okay, yeah. I got you. So the first one for my center center mid is James Harden. Oh, oh, I like this. The beard. Yeah, the beard. Yes. Yeah. James Harden is a heck of a player, but man, he he can bring other people into play so easily. Yeah. So I put him as a deep lying mid midfielder. Mm. Creative midfielder. C mid. Yeah. Yep. Give me that little step. Yeah. So you draw a lot of fouls. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So right beside him, another guy, KDB style, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Unbelievable quarterback. He would be legitimately the KDB of my team. Yeah, sitting in a deeper lying role, but what can he do? He can play that long ball, quarterback role. He can play that short ball. Yeah, he can do a little sprint on himself. Yeah, <laughs> he's got it. So yeah, those are my defensive, but also creative okay. center mids. All right, Joe, who's okay. in your midfield? My center mid. Okay, so I went two of them, alternating eights. What I'm calling them. Okay. I went Russell Westbrook. Very nice. Just high energy, high octane, just unstoppable. Up and down the up and down the field. I think he'd be a perfect natural fit for the soccer. For the soccer field. Yeah, I think so too. So I went with him and then I went Lamar Jackson. Ooh, okay. For the Ravens. Okay. Just a physical force. I mean, just makes people look just average. Makes great athletes look like they're pathetic. Okay. I think those two together. Going up and down. I mean, Jackson, he's got the arm. In this case, it would be a leg, obviously. <laughs> right. 
hit the passes like you were saying, Mahomes. Yeah. He's got an eye for the pass, can score. Same with Westbrook. Those are my two center mids. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go with my three wingers. All right, hit your three. So my first winger is probably going to be, I would say, my left winger or right winger, Kyrie Irving. Oh, okay, Kyrie. He's got the skill. Like, I see him as a Island St. Maximine. Oh, yeah, I can see it. straight up style. Yeah. Making people look dumb (laughs) all day. And then... In the center, I wanted somebody a little more right behind my forward, a little more attack-minded, but can do a little bit of everything like a true number 10. Christian McCaffrey. Mm, you went McCaffrey. Okay. Yeah. I think he is a fantastic all-around athlete, and in that number 10 role, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I can see that. Yeah. I think he would have been an absolutely unstoppable soccer player. Yep. Yeah. So my right or left winger. The other winger. The other winger. The other, other. All right. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, you went Lamar. Okay. Yeah. He's flashy. Yeah. Gosh, he he would he get in people's faces like he would he'd be like a Diego Costa. Yeah. Kind of, oh yeah. Kind of winger. He's even a, though he, Diego was not a winger. I I get it, but like he's he's got the skill. He could do a little bit of everything. Yeah. I like that. I like that pick. That's good. All right. That's All real right, good. Joe. Okay. So I'm going to hit you mids, I'm going to hit you up my two wingers. Okay. I'm going left wing, Tyreek, the freak, Hill. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, the ran, the man runs like a 4.2 second 40. Literally the most incredible athlete possibly in the NFL. In a league full of incredible athletes, I mean, I think this guy would just dominate on the wing. And he's soccer size. He's maybe 180, 5'10", something like that. I mean, he's believable as a soccer athlete. So I'm going Tyreek Hill okay. out wide. He is quick. I'll put him on the left. On the right, I'm going somebody who gets by on a technicality. He still is playing. Adrian Peterson. Oh. Wow. He's in his twilight days, but back in his heyday, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, whenever it was, one of the dominant athletes on the planet. That's true. I That's mean, true. he out wide, I think. You would not be stopping him all day. Yeah. I'm putting Peterson out wide. Beast yeah. mode. Yep. Peterson, Tyreek Hill, it's game time, baby. All right. All right. Who's your two forwards? Two forwards. All right. So... Playing the four four two, I want a little bit of a partnership. Okay. I went with two guys with a little bit of history, a little bit of chemistry. Okay. I went with also what would be called the classic big man, little man. Oh, I was wondering I'm if take, you did that. Okay. I'm taking okay. it back. Okay. Taking it back. Okay. I went with Julian Edelman <laughs> as one of them. Ex-quarterback. Okay. Extremely scrappy. You picked him too? Edelman? No. Oh, okay. No. I was looking at your face. I thought you... No. I did So, not. yeah. Edelman, he'd be a heck of a little man in that combo. Great player. Super scrappy. Always in the mix. He could create, make a nuisance of himself. Yeah. Finish. Yeah. yeah. Julian Edelman. 
And I went hat tip to uh, Devin, Rob Gronkowski. Golly. <laughs> up top. Just winning, Mitrovich up winning, there. <laughs> winning every header imaginable, fighting with everybody, just bulldozing his way to goal after goal. He's le- legitimately a mix between Chris Wood, Ashley Barnes, Mitrovich. Who else we got up there? He's like an athletic Mitrovich. Yeah. Beast mode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I went Edelman and Gronk up top. That's my partnership, man. All right. They got crazy chemistry all those years in New England. Both are still technically playing. True that. Gronk came out of retirement, so. Yeah. All right. All right, so my striker, you're going to probably have to help me with this this name because I haven't said it in a long time. But uh, he is, he plays on the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh. Janias. He's not American. (laughs) That's fine. Oh, yeah, okay. So what's his last name? (laughs) I don't know, the Greek freak, that's what they call him. Yeah, the Greek freak, yeah. I'm going to go with him as my... My my striker. Okay. Well, he is a good. Parisian, he's a great just, pick. He's like the Vardy. Yeah. Oh, he could come be a... from bad, a tough background. Oh, that's true. He made his way. He's he lives to play his sport, and I could see him just be like Jamie Vardy, just getting on the the end of a two inch header off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like he fight for everything. Yes. Oh, that's a good pick, though. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I got. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. That's, a, that's a heck of a lineup. Yeah. That was, uh, Devin, honestly, we've had that conversation many a times. It's been fun with other people. Yeah. So thank you for asking it. I'm glad that we were able to put it out on air. It's a little strange for me because I used to know so many more athletes back in the day. You know, of course, we didn't throw a golf person in there. Yeah, that's you know, true. Like John Daly. Phil Mickelson. <laughs> John Daly. <laughs> uh, John Daly's out there getting hot Shout out. <laughs> He's definitely on our bench somewhere. Oh, He's an assistant Shaq. coach. Yeah. Yeah. He is the Craig Shakespeare of coaches. You want him to organize, yeah, your team outings. Yes. You want to build that team togetherness, you get John Daly. Doses and mimosas, man. <laughs> oh man well guys um this has been interesting for us because we're in new new spot we've run so far over time. yeah we'll probably put a link in it well yeah i don't know if y'all even will hear this but we'll put a link to uh the later sections just a time time stamp okay so if you want to skip ahead but we thank y'all for those brave souls who have stuck with us <laughs> through all this. Because it's been a crazy couple of days with all the power outages and trees yeah. down. and yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to mention something. So next Monday, we will not have a podcast. We're going to have to hold off until the following week during International Week because Matt's getting married. Yeah. Matt's going to be going on, on a honeymoon. honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, so once again, guys, we appreciate everything. And you came for the footy. You stayed 
for the accents. You stayed right. a long time. Yeah, we did. appreciate I'm it. Sorry. Yeah. So sorry about that, but uh, as you know, studs up. Until next time. <laughs>